It's still spooky Halloween time. Spooky Halloween time. I started lower that time just to give myself a little base. Yeah, I noticed. <laughs> From the Middle Age Mama Studios in Austin, Texas, I'm Hillary Livingston Butler, and this show has everything. Today, in this final installment of Spooky Season, we're discussing those creepy characters in movie and TV shows that haunted our nightscape. I guess also books as well, but I'm, we're, I'm focusing on the visual. Um, joining me to rank these freaks in the Stick of Butter Studios in New Brighton, Minnesota, it's Anne Lundholm. Hi, Anne. It is a dark and stormy night here. This is perfect. I know. Same here. We're, we're, we're getting some weather. Guys, it's going to be 50. The high is 50, like, 2 on Halloween. I'm like, my kids are not going to know what to do. They're like, what is a coat? I don't know what this means. Definitely not Midwest kids then. No. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, in the Money Pit Studios in Detroit, Michigan, it's Meredith the MBH van. Who are <laughs> <laughs> Every iteration of my last name is so scary. Um, okay, as usual, we'll do some small talk, mailbag, medium talk, T she recommends, and how you can get involved with the show. And with that, I will take us into small talk. Um, by the time you hear this, yes, I will be 45 years old. It's tomorrow. It's tomorrow. And I'm having complicated feelings. Not like I'm aging complicated feelings, but like... I'm still like excited about my birthday and that like I like my birthday, but it's and I truly I've never been a birthday brat and that I'm like, everybody throw me a party like this is my time. It's like, you know, I, I want everybody to celebrate me and we're going to go out to a big and expensive dinner. That's not really my it's thing. It's my I, special day. It's not. It's my special day. I just like my birthday, but I don't know why this year I've been a little bit like this is kind of silly. Like I not. No, (laughs) what will this world come to if Hillary loses her enthusiasm for her birthday? It's like one of my guiding stars. I know. know. It's not like I'm not excited about it. It's I don't know what it is. I don't. And it's again, it's not like I feel I feel good about myself. Like 45 is fine. Like whatever. I'm 45. I'll sing up from the rooftops. But um, and I feel fine about where I am in my life. And there's no like regrets really or anything. It's just where I'm like. I'm tired and, you know, work has been sort of stressful and it just has felt like kind of a grind a little bit. But I'm excited. I mean, my my birthday is on a Friday so that I can celebrate it, you know, properly. I, I hate when my birthday is on like a Tuesday. You know, I could rank the days of the week and Tuesday being at like the low. I hate Tuesdays just because like, <laughs> I feel like that's the day when every like Monday for some reason I'm like it's the start of a new week like we'll see what happens it could be great and then Tuesday I'm like already ground down by Wednesday I'm like all right we're we're careening towards the weekend we're good but anyway I hate when my birthday's on a Tuesday because it seems depressing to me and Halloween is on Tuesday which I always seems like this is stupid like all these kids are going to be a nightmare tomorrow why don't we just like bump this why does it have to be the 31st or like yeah why why isn't halloween the last friday of october yes yes it absolutely should be it could be on my birthday this year anyway uh (laughs) but yes i'm having complicated feelings not bad just sort of like i've actually had multiple people say you haven't really talked about your birthday that much this year and i'm like you know i really haven't although there is a guy in my office and we had the same birthday, and he's 10 years younger than I am. And I was like, eh, it's tomorrow. Or I, on Monday, I was like, it's our week. And he was like, somebody said, <laughs> what are you talking about? I said, it's our birthday on Friday. And he was like, yeah, she's only been talking about it since August. And so I guess, like, to some people, I feel free to be like, it's our birthday. 
Um, anyway, stay tuned. We'll see. We'll all have a I'll have a recap. Um, yeah. Do you have plans? I mean, after I, Dave carries you downstairs to the breakfast table for your donut, of course. I, know, I, I need my donut. I know. My dad will sing to me like, today's your Aww. birthday. Um, I, not a huge plans. I'm going, my team is taking me to lunch to a place that I really like tomorrow. And then I'm going to dinner with Katie, my friend Katie and Dave, um, to like a new Mediterranean restaurant, which looks really good. And then I'm going to go, I think on a long walk on Saturday morning. And then I'm going to a boozy brunch with Christine. Um, I don't know where, I think she's surprising me. She suggested some options. And then I, then I kind of want to do nothing. And then I'm going on Sunday. My Katie and I are going to see Z way. Um, you know, the comedian slash mm-hmm. kind of, we're going to see her. She's playing at a, sh- at a show at like kind of a smallish club here, which I'm excited about. I like kind of, she bought the ticket so long ago. I'd sort of forgotten about it. Um, but the, t- <laughs> the title of this tour is Z-Way, the black friend tour. <laughs> so I'm, I'm excited to see that. <laughs> see, this is uh, how you know that you're not old because yes. you know who Z-Way is and you're going to see her. I, on a Sunday, which I mean, Lord help me. I, uh, I'm like, I should have taken Monday off. I can't go on a school night. Um, no, but I'm, I'm excited. It'll, it'll be a good weekend. I just kind of like, it was a beat down of a week. Um, so I just need to like gear back up for it. So I'll I'll be there. I'll get in the spirit. It's like Christmas when, you know, you're like, I don't even care. And then once Christmas comes, you're like, all right, well, that was fine. Um, so I, I'll, I'll get into it. I'll, I'll turn it around. I'll turn the beat around. I, I don't like the word choice of having to gear back up for your birthday. You don't have to gear up for your birthday. The, your birthday is like the tide. It is inevitable and it will roll in over you. You just got to lean back and yeah, enjoy gear. it, baby. I will. I will. I will. It's more I like, yeah, I don't know what it is. Like it's a sort of, I can't place of like the feeling. It's sort of like, okay. 45 somebody my friend Emily called or it was Emily or Missy I can't remember it she called <laughs> you know they call whatever year Jesus was when he died I don't this shows my 33? like three they call mm-hmm. like so when you turn 33 they call your Jesus year so Emily yep. or Missy called 45 year Trump year <laughs> I don't know oh, why that's no, no. <laughs> it's been making me laugh that's so horrible I'm like that's the worst do not wish that on anybody is this my Trump year I'm just gonna like be as brash as possible. I don't know. Maybe it'll make me some money. That means you've been in your Obama year this whole time. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Shit. That's what I really should have been celebrating. Yeah. God damn it. Uh, uh, Anyway, moving on from birthdays, shenanigans, I wanted to give a brief review. Last Friday, um, as a precursor, I guess, to my birthday, Bridget and I went to go see Eras, um, as if we couldn't get enough. And um, I had... So this is just the, the concert film right concert film and i was sort of expecting so there's a there's a movie on um netflix called miss americana and it's like more of a documentary about her and has some concert but it's really more of a documentary and so i was kind of expecting a little bit more of like chit-chatting and it's like not that it really is because they pumped this out so quickly these are the la shows that were at the beginning of august like this was like wow you know two months she it it was quick. So it really was just like a film concert and it's good. I mean, having now seen the concert, this is the thing I'll say about Taylor Swift. She is such a theater kid. Like she is a theater kid and she is very practiced and she's good now at making 
some things seem like they're um, spontaneous and like literally nothing is spontaneous. Like everything of is very not. rehearsed, yeah. very, very rehearsed. Um, and she hits the same points and, you know, and she's not a great dancer. So she definitely hits the same point. She's not Beyonce. Like she cannot do those moves. Like just, I can just bust something out. Like she has been practicing. It's like me learning how to dance. Like I can memorize a move, I guess, if I practice it 1000 times, but this is anyway, it was really good. What the funny, it was exactly like seeing it in Seattle and it was fun to belt out songs. The craziest part is we went to go see it at the Alamo. So we didn't get like the merch from seeing it at AMC. But, um, you know, Alan, one of the reasons why I like going to the Alamo, besides like having wine while I watch movies, is that um, they're super strict on looking at your phone or talking or whatever. Like I, when I go to the movie theater, this is what I'm doing. Like I don't want you to be looking at your phone. I could go watch this at home if I wanted to look at my phone or like be yeah. distracted by something. Anyway, so I like the Alamo because they're really strict about it and you really can't. Yeah, I feel very safe to like turn people. I haven't done it yet, but I would feel safe to turn somebody in for looking at their phone. Um, this, I was like, I wonder what it's going to be like here because it's like a bunch of, you know, teens and tweens and like drunk moms and stuff. Um, yeah, it was a rowdy screening. So it was like balls to the wall. Like it did not matter. Like as soon as the music started, girls just ran down to the front of the, and we're just dancing. Like it was a concert. And so it was fun. I mean, I, by at some points I was like, okay, like I've seen this now and I love her, but I've seen this now. It is three hours long. You see how hard she works and she does work really hard, but I'm like, okay, I got it. Like some of the songs I was like, okay, we can move past this. But of course, Bridget being my daughter ran down and I said, do you know anybody down there? She was like, no, but you know, we'll see. And of course she knew people. She was like, oh, hey. Um, but, and I knew a couple of people and it ended up being, it was a really fun time. But yeah, it is. I wouldn't say like watching Miss Americana is something where I'm like, okay, that like gives you an insight into how she started. And it is, again, like I said, it's like hagiography. Like it is very much like she had, you know, final cut on this and like done with the full cooperation and participation. Exactly. There's not a negative thing said, but you're like, okay, like I can kind of see her insight into things and I can hear her talking, explaining herself. Um, so if somebody wanted to, I don't know, know more about Taylor Swift, I'd be like point them in that direction. Like, yeah, this is like an interesting little snapshot of her. This you would really, you just need to, you need to be a super fan. Like you really, I wouldn't tell like my dad to go see this. Like he would be like, what? you know, like stop making sense. I'm not like the biggest talking heads fan, but like, that's a beautiful film. This is just more like a filmed concert. Like it's like a, you know, when you would see on PBS where you see a filmed play, like this is kind of the same thing with some yeah, more sure. um, cinematography. Um, anyway, it was good. We had, we had fun and we were silly and I had, you know, got to drink wine and watch Taylor Swift. So what more could you ask for, right? Yeah. <laughs> I've seen I'm lots nothing. of Instagram reels of, of people dancing in circles in oh, front mm-hmm. of the theater. That, like, it that, looks like a lot of fun. It, that was like, I saw some stuff and I was like, is this a cult? What's going on there? Like, this yeah, is bizarre. Is this was more just like kids jumping up and down and some mm. like, actually not even moms, like some, you know, just regular ladies that were there wearing sparkly vests so you know whatever <laughs> rock on with your bad selves <laughs> um anyway that's it uh meredith you want to go to mailbag yes i want to start with a couple voicemails we got this week um the first one is from listener emily and she's going to explain to us why Anne missed her minnesota state history hi tishi this is emily from minnesota 
I've been playing catch up on the podcast, so I only just recently listened to the middle school episode. And I have an answer for why Anne probably didn't take Minnesota State history. And I think it's because she was in Switzerland for sixth grade, as that is when most, if not all, Minnesota public school students take state history. This also means she missed out on the field trip to the Capitol, complete with tour given by her local state representative or senator, and then on over to the Minnesota Historical Society Museum, where at the time, they were still displaying the only Confederate flag I think should be displayed, the Virginia battle flag Minnesota took at Gettysburg. Every once in a while, Virginia asks for it back, And Minnesota goes, no, we want it fair and square. It's ours. They don't display it anymore, but they do still have it. I knew it. (laughs) I knew it. I knew I missed it. Yeah, Yeah. it was there. We didn't come back. Yeah, we didn't come back from Switzerland until the summer between sixth and seventh grade. So I just missed it. I know. Although I would say, given that my grandmother was, in fact, a state legislator, I have been on the floor of the Minnesota House and I have pushed her voting button and everything. So, like, I don't feel too bad that I missed the Capitol tour. I don't know that I ever got, like, state-specific. It's certainly not that in-depth. Like, nobody took us to the Capitol and gave us... Well, you were probably at zoo school. I was a zoo school, true. Learning survival type things. Learning how to tie knots, yep. (laughs) Oh my, that's actually a handy skill. I don't know how to tie a knot, or like anything more complicated than just like, you know. Yeah, but do you need to, to, honestly? How many kinds of knots do you need to know? Well, there is a few. We We had to learn, we had to be able to put up an army half shell tent in the dark. So we had to be able to do them without looking. I so. mean, I've I've never thought, oh, drat! If only I knew how to tie a sheep shank knot. Is that mm. a real knot? I don't know. <laughs> it's been a long time. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, no, it I, is. It's a real knot. Wow! I thought you were just like <laughs> pulling that out of your ass. <laughs> the stuff that lives in the back corners of yeah, my brain, nice. you guys. I know. I know. Actually, we were talking about one hit wonders today again at work, and somebody was like what did that person do? And I just like, could like pull it out. Like, what is Lisa Loeb doing now? And like, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I got it. I just got it. It's in my brain. Let me just like put it all together and I'll spit it back out to you. It's uh, hiding in there somewhere. Yep. Um, we also got an, a voicemail from listener Carolyn, who has a recommendation for us. Hello, Tishi. It's listener Carolyn. I, uh, had a couple of things I wanted to mention. The first is when you guys were asking for weird YouTube recommendations, I didn't really have anything weird, but then I got one and it's amazing. You should look for League of Pigs. All three of those words are spelled exactly as you expect them to be. And it is delightful. The other thing I wanted to mention is I have a book that you might want to consider for the book club. It's called Small Town Big Magic by Hazel Beck. And it is about a young woman who is living her best life in her ancestral home, running a bookstore. She's a city councilwoman. Life is good. And then it turns out that her town is the center of magic and everyone she's ever known has some kind of magical powers. Now, 
there's not a lot of sex in it, so it's not even remotely close to a Hillary's horny corner. There is some sex, but pretty tame. However, the book is a lot of fun. It is book one of four, so you might want to consider that in your decision because um, only the first two books have come out. But I've read both of the books. I think they're pretty fun. And um, it's not going to tax you at all. This sounds genuinely interesting to me. I don't know about you guys. We need to discuss this offline, but... I know. Yeah. I did not get a chance to look into the book because I was too busy watching League of Pigs before we started recording. Hey. It may be the best YouTube channel I've ever seen in my life. Ooh, really? I yes. just listened to this voicemail. I've had a crazy week, too, so I haven't had a chance to check it out, but I will do that after the show. It's just pig races, guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> like pigs on tracks. Wow. It's awesome. It's Okay, it may not be the best thing on YouTube. It may be the second best thing after the bunny obstacle course videos. <laughs> uh, I mean, this isn't YouTube oriented, but I have been um, really getting into Golden Retriever TikTok, um, which oh, is I just bet. Golden Retrievers <laughs> like on farms milling about. And I'm like, yes, this is the content that I need. <laughs> I follow Howard Stern's wife does cat rescue and I follow oh, yeah. her on Instagram and she's had this very pregnant cat who gave birth to seven kittens last night. And I was like very, very invested in these kittens and this cat. And I wanted to make sure that like she had them and they were all safe. And like I was checking her Instagram every like hour or two. <laughs> Uh, I've had this like crazy busy week and I'm like, this is what I need to be doing with my time is checking <laughs> Beth Stern's Instagram for kittens that I don't know. Um, but anyway, so I watched the video of these kittens and then Instagram was like, oh, this person likes to watch animals being born. And so now all I'm getting is like cats giving birth videos. And I'm like, okay, that's <laughs> not it. <laughs> yep. Yep. This is not what I oh. want. <laughs> Yeah, like just one time you watch a video that's titled like tiny bedraggled puppy is rescued and you won't even recognize how gorgeous yep. it is and now i get eight hundred thousand of those yep. most of which i watch to that be honest the algorithm works and i can't i can't like i feel like i'm mean for not watching them so i'm like all right i guess mm -hmm. i'll watch this cat give birth fine they uh, I got one the other day, which was like 20 minutes long, of someone who found t five tiny, tiny puppies who got washed away in a storm. Oh. And it's, all, I know, it's all uh, raining and they're going to get the puppies oh. one by one, like out of the gutter and the puppies are squeaking. And I'm like, oh, my God. Those make me so sad. Those animal rescue videos, I know they always end well, but they stress mm -hmm. me out like so much. <laughs> yes. I watched <sighs> some, I watched like some clip of something and it was like, this like was my personality or the, whatever, this would instantly make me cry. And it was like from Homeward Bound or whatever, that one with the three pets with the cat and yep. the two yeah, dogs. Yeah. And it's when the last dog like comes back and they all turn, like they do a slow turn around. Oh, when it comes like, out of the woods or whatever. <laughs> yes. And it yes. was like, I watched it without volume. Like I was just watching it like at work without, and I like almost started crying just <laughs> watching yep. it. It doesn't take much. Nope, 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 nope. All right, let's go back to this book. Yes, because yes. I I am on the Amazon page. I'm kind of into this, guys. We haven't talked to Bobby or Christy about this, so obviously we can't make a final uh, decision on it. But it looks fun. It definitely yeah. looks like we won't 
become better people. And Carolyn um, said it wouldn't tax reading us. It. So right. The it. only thing... Oh, editors pick best romance. I like it. The Ooh. only thing that worries me is that it's listed as book one of three. She said it was one of four. Yeah. Um, well, so, it's got three here. Right now. Well, it says book two coming in 2023. So I don't know if the Amazon page just isn't updated. And, you know, in the, like, various romances that I've read, they're kind of like self, you know, they're, they're, there's like a thread that they pull for the next couple. So maybe, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's not like it's a cliffhanger or anything situation. Well, if there's one we're going to read, book one would be the best. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. One for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. I don't have a problem with that. Like yeah. reading a, a series yeah. or just the one in the series. And if we like it, we can just keep going, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But then the problem is if we really like it and then the next book isn't coming out until 2025 or something. Then we just have no. to suffer. God, I remember with when we were watching Eras, they had a, um, they had a, they had a preview for whatever the Hunger Games prequel is. And I remember when Mockingjay came out, we were all so excited. That was the last time I was really like on the like, like I can't wait to read oh, this. Man, that was such uh, a long time ago, too. I know, I know. And I'm, we'll see if I see that one. I did, you know, I like I said, I rewatched the movies. I think when I had COVID, and I was like, hmm, those are pretty good. Well, the first two were were good. The second one is really good. Um, the second one was good. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the first but, one we went to see, and we walked out of the theater, and we're like, "Well, I don't like this, and this was there, and this is strange." But yeah, I enjoyed yeah. it. And the second yeah. one, we were like, "That was a great movie. That was really good." And now, in the, I guess I saw the. I don't even know if I saw the third one. I that was when it was like I'm not really interested in warfare, like in this kind of yeah things. And I like couldn't really picture anything in my head. I'm like, they're just like in the streets. I don't really understand what's going on. My my I kind of lost the thread. And they did that. We've discussed that they did that thing that I fucking hate when they do when they're trying to stretch it out to make more money. Yep. They split the final one. Into two. Yes. It pisses me off. It wasn't a good enough book to no, make into two no, movies no. for sure. It was no. a weak offering. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you for the suggestion. I'm excited. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, where were we? I know. Um, <laughs> yes. We can do um, question of the week responses. Oh, yes. Yes. Thank and you sorry, I was up. Yes. A <laughs> we all forgot. On that. It's not I know. your fault. Um, but last week's question of the week is the swings ride at a state fair. Yes or no? <laughs> um, Kristen says yes, although it's probably been 35 to 40 years since I was on one. Yeah, That's, and it's probably the same rides since yeah. then. <laughs> too. There's yeah. no new equipment. Nope. And just a little WD-40 maybe on some of <laughs> Maybe. They're very squeaky. Yeah. Um, Leslie says, eh, kind of boring. I usually only go on it if all the other lines for the good rides are too long. <laughs> you know, that's fair. That's yep. really fair. Yes, it is. Because it's not, a, it's not a ride for babies. Like, you can't have a little, little kid. Nope. On the swings rides. Mm-mm. So if all the like good adulty rides are busy, then this is sort of what's left. The thing we used to do is we liked the, this ride when when we were kids, and we would spin ourselves around, like try to get some inertia and spin our chains around, Ooh. which is bad, crazy, Probably bad, yeah. But th- you got to make it fun somehow. <laughs> 
Um, Anne says, I generally have no need at all to explore the intersection between gravity and itinerant ride operators. <laughs> Thank you, Anne. I know. Wise. I was like, I feel like Anne and Anne are like, that's like where their arms, you know, the like meme where it's like muscles yes. come together. Yep. <laughs> we are simpatico on many things. And yes. that's another one. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Amanda just says, nope. <laughs> Alicia also says, nope, 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 nope. But all the funnel cake. Sure. Okay. Sure. I mean, I don't see that the, those are mutually exclusive things no, necessarily. You could, you could have funnel cake on the swing ride. <laughs> yeah. But if you have if you have all the funnel cake and then you go on the swings ride, that might not work out so well for you. You might not have any funnel cake after that. <laughs> well, you might have funnel cake twice. X funnel cake. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Uh, Ellen says, always one of the cheesy pleasures a pretty tame person, me, can think of, given the setting. Fair. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I I don't think the swings are tame. I think they're scary. I think they're pretty boring, personally. No, they're so scary. At least with the roller coaster, you're, like, strapped in. There are are visible safety restraints. Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, this one really, it really is a high chair. You're yeah, just like <laughs> swinging a around. literal high chair. Yeah, on some chains. Yeah, <laughs> um, Daniel says, "Fuck no." <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think well, our said. listeners don't like this ride. Um, some and then do. Some do. Bree says yes, and the best are the swings at the Glenwood Caverns Adventure Park, which is on top of a mountain in Glenwood Springs, Colorado. They spring over. They swing over the side of the mountain, so you can see the valley below. That no. sounds cool. Did you see the picture? Absolutely it was not. Cool, but I was like, I would yes. maybe kind of get a little panicky on that. I think I would like that. No. That like, I fun. love roller coasters, but I would never go on the roller coaster on the top oh. of the skyscraper in Vegas. Oh, no. Absolutely. The, the go out over the Yes, the edge. Air. And it's like, no way. No way. Yeah, that just, I can't. And you think, well, what's the difference, really? Because if it's a regular roller coaster on the ground and you fall off that, you'll probably die anyway. It's plenty high. So, you know, 100 feet off the ground versus 2,000 feet off the ground, who cares? But there's a difference. Yeah, you'll have more time to think about it as you plummet to the earth. <laughs> <Right>. No thanks. <laughs> Longer period of time for self-recriminations. Yeah. <sighs> That's our mailbag. It is. Thanks, y'all. All right, let's move on into medium talk. It is, as has been referenced, I don't know, one, two, three, or a million times, spooky Halloween time, spooky Halloween time. Uh, And so we're going to talk about um, horror monsters. And I know we've talked in the past about your classic Dracula, Frankenstein's monster, werewolf, all that kind of stuff. We don't want to do that. We want to talk about branded horror villains your freddies your jasons uh things that aren't um i was gonna say because like the old horror characters that comes out of whatever myth and lore and stories and it's to explain things that people found unexplainable otherwise blah 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 no the shit we're talking today is just scary stuff that people made up to try and scare weenies like us mission successful <laughs> yeah so they did yeah we were reflecting before we started recording that we don't know if we're the worst three people to talk about this <laughs> or the best three people because we're such scaredy cats um but we're gonna give it a try and of course this can't possibly be an exhaustive list this is just the things that come to mind for us and we're gonna 
maybe debate the merits and then come up with a top three or a top whatever. Listen, the plan is flexible on this. So we'll just see where we go. I was tossing things on my list like crazy at the end there, like the first few minutes we started talking. Because <laughs> like, oh, I was yeah. like, oh, yeah, and this, and this, and this. So I'll just start um, with the girl from The Ring. Oh, yeah. Who yeah. I looked it up. Her name was Samara, I guess, which was a fact I had forgotten. Um, but I think The Ring was the last horror movie I watched. Um, never having been into horror, but I don't know. When did The Ring come out? I don't remember at all. Like but still, two, like, yeah, 2000 something. Yeah. Like, trying to be a little bit in the zeitgeist, I guess. And so I watched The Ring. And uh, I do remember at the time, uh, because I don't have cable and whatever, and I have rabbit ears, I was watching TV through my VCR, you know, where you have the power on the VCR and you change the channels on the VCR and that changes the channels for the TV. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like, so I'm not using the TV remote at all. So I watched The Ring and it was scary. And then I stopped the movie, but I didn't turn the um the vcr off and like an hour later it powered itself down and then what was left on the tv was static which was the main part of the ring like out of nowhere my tv all of a sudden goes staticky and i was like holy fuck (laughs) yep um and i found that girl to be extremely creepy yeah yeah, and as she if she could have just like brushed her hair, it would have helped a lot. <laughs> yeah, the greasy hair makes it real spooky, really creepy. And the but weird I think, way that she crawls and the weird uh, video effects. Yep. The, I've never even seen this movie, and I yeah, am scared I haven't of her. either. Yeah, yeah, you, you guys don't need to. Um, but I think the real scariness is that you don't know what she wants because yeah. she's. I think she's silent. I don't think she speaks. And so she's acting all creepy, and then she doesn't tell you that she wants to eat your soul or whatever. <laughs> and so it yeah, becomes give me a very. Up, lady. I know. Let me know what you need. <laughs> I could try to so help I can you out. out my move. <laughs> well, if oh, I, yeah. I mean, if I remember correctly, because this was a long time ago. Spoiler alert! Like she didn't start out evil. I think they, the bad people, like put her in the well or something, and then she became evil because of the abuse she suffered or whatever so like there's potential for a sympathetic character there but um but then you know she started making people die and (laughs) that's not good yeah no that's not okay okay so that's my first pick i guess i can change it to say samara we should really give her the respect of give her a name her actual name all right, Meredith. Yeah. Um, I looked at some pictures, and they're scary. This is the Candyman, and which sounds yeah. like it should be a good thing. It sounds like it should be fun. <laughs> Not the Candyman from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Um, Candyman can because he mixes it with love. He does not mix it with love. Good. He mixes it with bees, and then they fly nope. out of his mouth. No. Uh, um, this is the 1992 film specifically, and Gregory and I were just talking about this before we decided on this show topic. And I remember genuinely liking this movie, even though I'm not like a horror movie fan. I thought Candyman was like a pretty good 
movie. And it's very scary. Um, based on a, a myth. I get, the idea is that he's like a, the ghost of um, the son of a slave who was killed for having a relationship with a white woman. So very believable. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> set in Chicago in the projects in Cabrini Green. Um, and like very, um, you know, Beetlejuice vibes. You say his name five times and he appears and kills you. I mean, he's got a big scary hook and he's covered in bees and bees come out of his mouth. And I read that they are real bees and they really had to be in his mouth and he was really allergic, which I think is adds a, an element of real life scariness to it because he could have yeah. died for real. Very my girl. Yeah. And it was the <laughs> same beekeeper who worked on my girl who worked on Candyman. Well, you know. I mean, how many are there? <laughs> True. Hollywood I, beekeepers. Yeah. The other scary thing is that the music was all by Philip Glass, and I hate Philip oh, Glass. So no, terrifying. Don't like that. Yeah. No. Yeah, the bees really give me pause. I'm yeah. not into bees in general. Never been stung, so I could be allergic, I guess. Nobody yes. in my family is allergic, but yeah, it doesn't matter. You don't I've know. stepped on one once that's, when I was a kid. That, that was it. Meredith, that's it. You and I are the same. That's the only mm-hmm. time that I've, and it didn't feel good. It was more the. Like, I'm not somebody who's like, if I see a bee, you know how I feel like some people, when they see a bee, they like freak out and they're just like, ah, and I, no, I, don't, I don't really do like that. that, but like, I don't want to be stung by a bee. And it really, it more scared me than they think because when you step on one, you're not like expecting it to happen to you. So you're like, yeah. ow, what the fuck? Yeah. It was more like irritating. Say- Having the bottom of your foot be itchy yes. for a week is really yes. annoying. Thick. Yes. <laughs> I-, I would say... Like, I am scared of bees, but not, like, the wave my hands and run, but the be very uh, wary and alert. See, yeah, this yes. is this is another thing. This is another reason why Diet Coke is superior, because <laughs> there's no sugar in it. Yeah, so the bee is bees. not going to be circling the Diet Coke can exactly. because of the cola syrup. We're just smart. I mean, it's not, I mean that's the thing. The mm-hmm. bees were, are scary, but that's not what scared me about him. What scared me about him is that he's a murderer and has a hook. <laughs> that he kills people with so that's oh, really okay scary meredith bring us back to the point <laughs> i know we're like yeah. bees <laughs> i mean the bee yeah, effects the, were cool like the, the bee whole, in the like, mouth just indicates mouth. something really wrong. wrong didn't they make a new a one a newer version like, yeah there was a 2021 20, yeah the director was a guest on um blank check otherwise i would not be interested in <laughs> Like I was like, oh, she seems nice. Yeah. But uh, I I was like, I'm good. I'm happy for her, but not going to, I'm not going to see that. No, I'm not not interested. No, (laughs) no, no. Um, All right, Hillary, your first (laughs) selection was interesting. (laughs) Okay. Well, so I, I, I wasn't on the Jambo this week because work has been psycho and I was not feeling very well. So I got this and I'm like, I'm trying to like investigate my watching of horror movies and and you put one that is probably with the exception of like Get Out which is like I don't know if that's horror I I mean it's horror for sure but it's definitely it's, horror but it's like a, it's, it's horror a, but it's not like monster quote yeah, unquote yeah I mean they're monsters but yes exactly so I was right. like what was the last one of your movies was definitely like the last horror movie I I have seen in the theater um, and that one was really scary and I had totally forgotten about it but I'm like trying to think of things as a child that really scared me I'm like, I, there's some meme out there that's like, 
what was the first Tim Curry movie that like affected you? <laughs> and and Tim Curry is something that like it, it like it, he was he was Pennywise in the TV. It I did not watch that. I was not interested in it. And and I asked oh, Rory, I I did ask Rory like what was who, what scared you when you were like way small. And he was like Pennywise. And I'm like I'm such a good parent that you like know who Pennywise is. But um, <laughs> that was not my Tim Curry. And I didn't. I wasn't like a Clue person. And you know I like. My Tim Curry, the first time I was exposed to him was in this, like, HBO TV show uh, called The Worst Witch. And I I sent it to Missy today because Missy and I, you know, would watch a lot of TV together because we'd go home from school together and just, like, park ourselves in front of the TV. And I guess we had HBO. And, uh, like, I we watched it all the time. And he's not necessarily even, like evil in it he's just this like very spooky guy he's not even the star of it he just is like i don't know like the head of the school or something he probably and, steals the show though because of yeah he, he totally is. does and he has like really bad cgi and he's like flying around on a broom <laughs> or whatever and i i sent it to missy and i was like like who do you think i'm gonna pick and she, what did she say she said um Large Marge from Pee Wee. And I was like, well, no, that did actually scare me. Cause you know, I mean, she didn't scare me when she did kind of the spooky part that did scare me. And then I just sent a picture of Tim Curry from um, the worst witch. And she said, Haha, scared of him, but also mildly turned on. <laughs> and I was like, I probably, but it was just sort of like, I don't understand this person. Like it seems so weird to me and gave me really bad feelings. So yes, Tim Curry, I just, there's something about Tim Curry that is just has always like, spooked me out probably not now I'm sure he's like 80 years old now but at the time in 1986 and also for has never not like freaked me out with the exception of maybe like almost famous where she's just like a little bit weird but like she just has a weird energy and she's like yeah, the mm-hmm. star little girl you know um what's the the um Wizard of Oz um, Return to Oz oh my god that that's the first thing I saw her in that is fucking frightening but yeah she's also she always in. picks those kind of weird dark yes she's she she's like so well she does yeah but she's like like angeline jolie always used to when yes. she was young would have like the vial of blood around her neck i could see feruza balk doing totally. that sort of thing totally sort of embracing that um anyway yeah so my first one is very strange it is um tim curry and the worst witch also starring um mrs garrett from <laughs> Mm-hmm. facts of life <laughs> i've never heard of this i need to go check um it out. it's not like good i mean i, I it probably, it's based on like, a book right i think so yeah but i really you should just get like extremely stoned and watch it because the the special effects are like hilarious now like it's just is it's just very silly <laughs> um i'm sure it's i can't i i can't believe it's not on max i you know that's but I think I'm sure it's on Amazon or one of those. We yeah. can get it on Plex. Stupid and fun. Yeah. Oh right, 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 right. I forgot. Um, and I'm trying to, to look you. and yeah, I I'm just I'm looking real quick to see if Tim Curry has ever played any normal roles. I'm sure he my has. First Tim Curry was Rocky Horror Picture Show, which is probably. Not well, the, I, I I didn't see that until I was a fair amount older. So like. You know, it's probably, I mean, that's, it's not, whatever, that's weird. You know, it's just sort of a weird uh, introduction. Let's see. Yeah, I think if you're a gay dad, you're like required to watch it. He was in the hunt for Red October, which 
can't possibly. He looks like he played someone Russian, Dr. Yevgeny Petrov. Well, yeah. So, I don't yeah. know. Oh, yeah, the Three Musketeers. He was Cardinal yeah. Richelieu. They keep trying to make Three Musketeers movie, and they're never, ever never. successful at it. Because no, I just don't never. think anybody who does it actually gets it. Yep. God, he does. You know what? Dave and I talk about this all the time. If I were going to be like an actor and, you know, honestly, like, but I know where my looks lie. Like I wouldn't like what you need to get into because it is not dependent on your looks is voice work. Like that is where the, like, imagine you can like be in your pajamas and like make money and just do like, <laughs> I don't know, bar talk the magnificent on the skull voice, what he did in 1999 mm-hmm. or d- recess or whatever. I'm just like, that's like the best. You don't have to look like anything. Yep. Uh, I'm sure it's not easy, but it's probably no, easier than easier. The acting. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. And once you get into that world, it's like they just kind of keep booking you because you have a good voice. Yeah. And, you know. That's the problem is yes. the proverbial foot in the door on yes. voice acting. Yes. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. God, I never yeah, understand why why they pick big stars to do I, voice acting because like it's not a draw for an anime. No, like having Brad Pitt. If I can't see Brad Pitt's face, yes. what's the point? <laughs> and then honestly, you know, I honestly, half the time when I go see kids' movies these days, I'm like, how, I'm thinking, whose voice is that? I know whose voice that is. Whose voice is right. that? And I want to yep, look at my phone too. and be like, whose voice is that? I totally forgot. I was like, there's something else he's in that he's also creepy, and I like couldn't place it. He's Rooster and Annie. He's so fucking creepy. Of course, creepy in that. he's so good. Him <laughs> and, and Bernadette just, Peters. They're great. They're great. But okay, that, that was probably the first place I ever saw <laughs> Tim yes. Curry. And it's like. Uh, this gives me bad feelings. I don't know. He's so weird. He's evil. Yeah. All his roles give you bad feelings. <laughs> and probably yeah. that's the way he likes it. Okay, yeah. let's move on from Tim yes. Curry. <laughs> yeah, just Tim Curry I don't, in general. Just Tim right. Curry is the pick. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know that this is my real pick. I just want to ask if, if I can pick Gremlins again. Of course. As a whole. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Sure. Because yeah. they're icky. And I don't yeah. know anything that I want to say about that because I said it on a previous episode, but icky. They are icky, icky, icky. and they're creepy talk about, and they're gross. Yes, talk about yeah. giving me the bad feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm going to move on quick and say this is not a traditional monster monster, but I am going to pick the Phantom of the Opera because oh, yeah. I think it's – uh, a really good study of a man with a, an obsessive love problem. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been a long time since I read the book. And it's been a long time since I saw any movie version of Phantom of the Opera. But the whole problem is that the guy gets fixated on a girl. And yes, and can't let her go and like be with Raul. Is that his name? The hot young guy that she wants to be with. And so he essentially destroys everything because he um, doesn't have boundaries. Um, And I felt like the mask gave him enough of a monstrous um, impact that he could qualify in this list. And also like the lurking around underneath the opera house really – He's cemented him, oh, him he's totally, as a monster. He's totally a monster. And you know what? This is why I feel like hopefully things are better these days. I feel like as a like a young tween teen, I was like, that's so romantic that he's so obsessed <laughs> with her. And now I'm like, oh, my God, no, no. 
Like, get away. Yeah. Like I said, no. I don't understand how that musical was so, so popular. Oh I it's just I've about a guy it. who stalks a girl. Mm-hmm. I think I seen it three to four times, like in person. Like I saw it in London. I saw it in Dallas. I saw, I've seen it a few times. I think I saw it in New York. Like it was so popular. And I was like, I would cry. Yep. Like, and it's very overwrought. Oh like my God. all the, you know, Andrew Lloyd Webber. Yes. Um, Musicals, musicals of that yeah. era yeah it's yep. <laughs> not subtle it's, uh, no. which you know it's not necessarily something that you want in musical theater anyway but um yeah it's interesting that that was a book that took such hold of people and i remember it's kind of a long book and it's sort of a slog too because it's mm-hmm. 18 whatever when victor hugo wrote it. It's just interesting to me that that has sort of grabbed a, such a wide foothold in popular culture cuz he's not he's he's a monster. Yep. And not yes. and not like a like a weird beastie monster, but a dude who's needs a therapist. Well, this is another entry in what men will do to avoid going to therapy. <laughs> Burn down the <laughs> Paris the Opera sewer. House. Yeah. <laughs> I um when um when I was pregnant with Rory, I thought we're you know we're banding about names and my grandfather's who i never met my grandfather's middle name is crawford and i was like oh i kind of like that that's kind of it's a cool family name you know well i'll think about that maybe um i'll put it in the back of my head and then my dad's name is michael and i thought oh crawford michael but and then i was like oh it sounds like i'm like a i'm like a super (laughs) fan of (laughs) fan of the opera I mean, I of like seminal Phantom of the Opera <laughs> <laughs> leading men of the 80s. Oh, my God. That would be really dumb. God, he's 81 All right. years old. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I want to skip Meredith's next pick because okay. what? I want I want to pair it with my next pick. So oh, okay. let's go to uh, Hillary. Okay. Mine is another kind of silly one, but um, one of the first horror movies I ever saw, like almost against my will, was... Again, this is being the youngest child of much older, not much older, older siblings, and they're watching stuff that's more age appropriate for them and not for me, uh, was Poltergeist. Like, I, I remember watching it, and I remember just kind of, like, would, being in the background, and my one of my sisters being like, Hillary, close your eyes. <laughs> and it was like, when they, like, take their skin off, and it, like, comes back onto their face. I, I haven't really entered, I haven't watched it again, but, well, Caroline, like, the whole, you know, I was a blonde little kid, so they'd be like, oh, you kind of look like her. And now she's dead, so that's a little bit depressing. But the lady, I think it's like Tangina. Her real name is Zelda Rubenstein. Um, the little, I told Dave, I was like, it's the little lady. And he was like, from Poltergeist. And I was like, yes, she scared uh. the shit out of me. <laughs> she scared me. She scared me. And I mean, again, maybe it's just like certain actors just scared me. I mean, even in Sixteen Candles and in Teen Witch, she just had a very scary essence to her, but her voice in Poltergeist is like, just, it, it, they found, I mean, man, she found her lane of just being She a creepy, was perfect. She scared perfect. me too. Yeah. In that she one. Because like I saw that when I was too young and yeah. that haunts me still. Why yeah. did we all see this? Why did everybody think it was know. like child appropriate? Because it's, like, <laughs> it's got kids in it. I guess so. And like Craig T. Nelson, I don't know. And they're like on an Indian... <laughs> burial ground yes yeah, so. of course let's blame the native americans <laughs> we did you know fucking steal everything from them so whatever we deserve to be haunted uh, yeah exactly but yes uh tangina from 
Poltergeist scared me. I was wondering, is Tangina a real name? Like, that's so odd to me. So I just put it into Google, and from Tagalog.com, definition of Tangina, son of a bitch, son of a whore, fuck. It's a Filipino (laughs) word. Wow. I don't see... Oh, Tangina Stone. So I guess there are people named Tangina. Oh, well. well, it's just the two. It's Tangina Stone and Tangina Barons. <laughs> oh man, yeah, she is probably one of those people who was like, "I want to be an actress," or like, "I want to do this," and they were like, "You just need to wait until you're like forty uh, yeah. years old, and then you can start aging into this like weirdo um, character yes. actress." And she, like she was. You know, a nice lady, but yeah, she, she, oh God, even in 16 Candles, I remember being like, oh no, what is she? Gonna, I mean, she's very nice in 16 Candles too, but it's like, what is she going to do? Well, she's, she, in Poltergeist, she's the one communicating with the ghosts, right? Yes. So yeah. like, yeah, that's creepy in and yeah. of itself. Much it is. like leaving aside her whole demeanor and her everything that is scary enough. <laughs> yeah. Why are you so short? Yeah, that's that's a movie I haven't seen and don't need to see. No, you don't. You don't. You can you can give a wide berth to that one. That's another one I, I haven't remade, but I don't just I don't think anybody. I don't know anybody that saw it. Even my like horror friends. I don't think anybody saw it. No, it's another classic example of studios trying to get a name IP. Yes. Yeah. I'm like, all right, let's do it. Run it back. Yep. Yep. I, I just don't need something else to freak me out like when i hear a weird noise from the kitchen and it's just like a plastic bottle tipped over or something or you know <laughs> my recycling settled mm-hmm. and i'm like what's that i don't it's, need to have a poltergeist reference it's funny because all of us i would say i'm not somebody who like believes in ghosts and i like don't be- nope. believe really in like the hereafter sorry um, I don't nope. don't really but we're so scared of these like spooky films and and like we logically know you know it like it's not you know real but it's like no I cannot I can't think about that at all oh she's four foot three Whoa. dang and because she had a deficiency in her anterior pituitary gland which produces yeah. growth hormone interesting so that's well. why she was so short and she's not, um, she doesn't have dwarfism. This is something Mm-mm. different. This is different. interesting. It's a gland. Hmm. Well, I'm glad you found a niche. I am too. <laughs> Just being and creepy, ladies. I know. That's, you know, another thing that is somewhat of a, um, a stumbling block that you have to climb over being named Zelda Rubenstein. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yep. All right, Meredith, bring it on. Okay, well, I went with uh, Hannibal Lecter, mm. Silence of the yeah. Lambs edition. Mm-hmm. Um, of course. Of yeah, course. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Anthony Hopkins version. The definitive version. Yeah. yeah. And that goes along with your pick. I will see your Hannibal Lecter and I will raise you a Buffalo Bill. Yeah, that's fair. Because <laughs> I think we can agree that they're both horrifying in their own ways. Mm-hmm. Yes. Would you like to... Uh, elaborate on Hannibal's horrifyingness? I mean, is it necessary? He's a cannibal. Um, <laughs> he wears a scary mask. 
But is yeah, is it the cannibalism that makes him scary? Because he commits very little cannibalism in the course of Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, it's the idea of it, I guess. I think what's really scary about him is that he's so violent and so scary that he wears that awful mask and he's strapped to a dolly. True. That's the yeah. time. A really good point is that it's the juxtaposition of this sort of erudite professor yes. uh, side of him and then the absolute savagery. He like has the this fast like, posh accent. Violence. Yeah, yep. And he talks about like, yeah, his wine pairings with human flesh. And, you know, <laughs> but also he's just like a horrible, violent killer and ends up killing guards and escaping from prison. <laughs> <laughs> I will never forget that scene as long as I live. I remember seeing that like at the film society in college and the way he stages those murders so that when the people in the American flag is flying and it's mm-hmm. the opera music in the background and the lighting and that's not normal. <laughs> no. no but on the not. other hand, if I may, Buffalo Bill making women suits out of skin, <laughs> keeping women in pits mm-hmm. um, and starving them. You know, he picks the chonky ones, which is not great for me. <laughs> no. Um, no. I'm and then starves them to loosen up the skin a little bit. Ooh. Although, honestly, being six foot tall does have his advantages. I'm yes. just not a great abduction prospect, you yeah, know? You can try to wrestle me into the back of your white panel van, but honestly, there are <laughs> just <luck>. easier, <laughs> easier, easier targets. targets. <laughs> like, I'm but, tall. Um, I'm a lot of woman. Try getting Exactly. This. You can handle me. But then, you know, it puts the lotion in the basket. It yeah. rubs the lotion on the skin. Yep. The, you know, the refusing to directly address the, the curl in the pit. Um, yeah, a different kind of uh, yeah. icky, but icky as well. Um, I saw, I re- obviously remember when this movie came out and I was like, no, I am. That's absolutely, I'm not, I'm not going to see that. So I didn't see it until I was maybe in high school or early college. And I was so scared throughout that. I like barely watched, like I watched it on a, VHS and I barely watched it like I think I like I couldn't even like retain it because I was so scared the whole time because I knew it was scary that I was like uh, like I just had to close my eyes most of the time I was like this is too much for me like I I can't Mm -hmm. handle this and like um Hannibal Lecter definitely seemed scary but he was so much more talky through a lot of it that I wasn't like Mm -hmm. as scared of him and it seemed like he I mean he's obviously scary it seemed like he really hated like he was just like he hated gauche people so i was like well if i can avoid being you know tacky maybe (laughs) i can avoid getting murdered (laughs) (laughs) um but um buffalo bill is like yeah he's gonna capture me i don't know it's all (laughs) and it and it's you know it's it's jonathan demi so it's like a really well directed so it's effectively it's freaky like right he knows when to use violence and when not to to make his point yeah exactly exactly but yeah yeah it's a great film like i i do occasionally uh, speaking of youtube have like youtube reactors pop up and like 
kids that not kids kids but like young millennials who yeah. to to them the 80s is a really long time ago you <laughs> yes. know and so they haven't seen all the quote-unquote old movies and stuff oh and i always if they're watching silence of the lambs i'll always stop and watch it because yeah. it's just You're really like- interesting to see people going through the process of watching that film yeah get a load of this guys you'll never believe what happens oh my god i know and he uses close-up jonathan demi uses close-ups really effectively so it's like they're just staring straight in the barrel of the camera and it is yeah yeah so i guess the question is if you have to pick one of them to be after you (laughs) is it hannibal lecter or is it buffalo bill Oh, oh, I don't boy. know. That is a that is a Sophie's choice if I've ever. Heard. I mean, does does Hannibal Lecter torture people? It's been a long time since I've seen the movie. Or does he just kill you and eat you? Because like at least then it's over quickly, right? Mm, I <laughs> you don't, don't have to remember. start in a pit. I don't yeah, they didn't, either. I don't remember them talking about it in that much detail. Yeah, that's the thing. I really, I <laughs> Rory and I, my eight year old, were talking about the death penalty the other day i don't know why we just were and i was i I, honestly i cannot remember why but i was like well i don't really you know believe in the death penalty for a number of reasons but i one one of them being if i did something and i wasn't like a lunatic and if i did something that was like i killed somebody and it was like you know this i a worse punishment personally for me would for me to have life in prison because that's torture because I would be tortured to be living with my choices and I'd be in this shitty situation and la la la. Like if you just killed me, like that's a relief sort of, you know what I mean? I, that sounds like a weird, but anyway, I think being killed like instantaneously, it's like terrible, but at least like it's over. But yeah. being tortured is like that. It's like, like I always say with yellow jackets, I'm like, I don't want to survive on this. Like I just want to <laughs> die. <laughs> Yeah, no, thank you. Fall off a cliff. Yes, bye. All right, should I go next? Yes, please. Yes. All right, my last one. Again, you know, I was thinking about Freddy Krueger or, like, one of those fellas because I'm like, well, these are so, like, cliche, you know, stable staples of horror films. And I would say out of the, like, I didn't choose any of them, but out of, like, the Jason, Michael Myers Freddy Krueger, like Freddy Krueger was one, the one that was like most prevalent in my life, I feel like as a kid and the one that scared me the most, mostly because it really freaks me out that like you can't, it's like torture. You can't go to sleep. Like he's going to haunt your nightscape. And I'm like that. I love sleeping. Like (laughs) Don't take that away from me. At least when I sleep, I can like get away from this. But, um, so yeah, I didn't choose any of those. So it was like, you know, again, I didn't see that many scary movies as a kid besides like things that just arbitrary like I was scared of the stepmom in the cartoon Cinderella like that she really scared me but I didn't pick her <laughs> um so I'm like looking around and I you know pulled up a couple of lists thinking if there was like something that I was forgetting about and I was like oh yeah Judge Doom and Who Framed Roger Rabbit scared the shit out of me oh, when I was yeah. a kid that's a ve- great pick oh at the very end and his eyes are like bulging out of his head oh first of all he's scary like the whole time and then he's mm-hmm. scary again at the end when you're like oh my god he's like this murderous um racist question mark yes I guess but it's like against cartoons which is like a I don't know analogy for segregation but anyway um, but it's all internalized racism because he's a cartoon yes exactly exactly turns out he's also a cartoon anyway um what's his face um christopher um 
Christopher Lloyd. Christopher Lloyd. He honestly, he's a great actor. Like he, I mean, he kind of plays the same role, but he is was so scary in that. Obviously, I love um, Back to the Future, and yeah, he's 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 done some good work, and he is fucking freaky in that. He kind of looks Those like eyeballs. A little, oh my so god! Oh, oh. Well, and, and the whole the whole part where he murders the is it a shoe? Yeah, in the dip. He's is, got the the vat of it, and then the little shoe oh, is screaming. Yeah. Not Horrifying. the dip. Oh horrifying i was like nine years old when that came out and i like lost my i think i was like crying in the theater and it was you know ostensibly (laughs) a kids movie it's not a kids movie really besides them having cartoons in them but um it was horrifying yes so we watched it at church camp of all places Hey, breaking news. I'm on the Wikipedia. Tim Curry originally auditioned for the role of Judge <laughs> It all comes back. I have a type. I have a type. Yep. Um, yeah, man. Ugh. The, oh, I forgot about the shoe. The shoe. It's like a dog. Aww, that is, but yeah. it's so mm-hmm. scary. Oh, my God. I Yeah, I saw all these in the theater. Like, I watched cocoon that's not a scary movie but i did lose my shit because as i said before my mom told me that she wasn't gonna die and spoiler alert she died and i <laughs> lost my mind um but yeah and then i saw this in the theater and i loved it but yeah definitely thought it was extremely creepy um so it's not horror but you know freaky nonetheless oh there are definitely horror elements yes, it's yep. interesting to think back like you say, like it's a kids movie, but it's not a kids movie because no. you think about Jessica Rabbit and no, the sexualization of that character. <laughs> no, it's so, yeah, it it is played by like a very sexy. I mean, it is voiced by a very sexy woman, and you know she's extreme. Like she is like a horny. She's lady. popping out all over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I just don't want to think about their sex life because that's got to be weird. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. Bestiality. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> that's creepy, too. Uh, okay, Meredith, you've got another classic for us. Yeah, I had to put uh, Reagan from The Exorcist on my list. And I put it on the show sheet as Reagan slash Pazuzu because that's the demon <laughs> who possesses her in this movie. And I didn't remember that. I had to find it on Wikipedia. Um, But this, um, you know, another horror movie that I saw way too young. I didn't know what I was getting into. And the just, you know, she's got this scary voice. She's a sweet little girl. And then she turns into this horrible monster. And her face is all creepy. And she spins around. And she swears. Mm -hmm. And, you know, pukes up pea soup. And it's just... really effective horror i think at least for me and for years and years and years if i couldn't sleep at night it was like her face would appear ahead of you know on the ceiling above my above me and like well now i'm never gonna sleep so it really (laughs) stuck with me um that's another one that i haven't seen but i feel like I've seen enough about it that I don't there's need to watch really it. Not even that much that goes on in the movie. Like there's so much of just her like flying around the room on her bed and Yeah, <laughs> is there any of the creepy. movie that takes place outside of her bedroom? I assume. I it's been a really long time, but I don't think a whole lot of it does. I assume there's like some stuff in a church like yeah. priests having conversations priest- or something. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't. Yeah. I was listening to um, How Did This Get Made? And they were talking about um, a movie called 
um, like the Pope's exorcist or something. And it was just like the personal exorcist, not like the Pope needed an exorcism, but it was like, you know, it's like the Pope's lawyer or whatever. Like it's like at the, the direction exorcist. of the Pope, not yeah, treating it, the Pope. And it's quote unquote based on like a true guy. And I'm like, wait, what? Um, and then he's I'm like, sure. well, I've done, I've done, you know, thousands of exorcisms. And I'm like, the Catholic church is such, so full of shit. Like, what are you talking thousands. about? <laughs> yep. What is going on? Um, but I do. One of the things I think is so funny. I follow this Instagram account <clears throat> that's called. I don't know. It's basically like showing pictures of opening nights of movies from like the eighties and nineties. So, and it's just as like celebrities. I like it because you know, like we've discussed before. I like seeing people's original teeth, and it's like everybody seemed to have like more normal <laughs> teeth back in the eighties. And what's so funny is like Linda Blair. Reagan got so famous from this. She's at like all of these opening nights. Like, and, and I don't know that she did so much after this, you know, she, she kind of like, this was the role that, you know, you're, she's known for, but yeah, she, it's uh, double edged sword for sure. Totally. It's like, it's that thing. I'm like, do you want to take something that you like, you're only going to be associated with that. But she was like, she just showed up to everything. And I was like, Oh, look at her. And she has this little like cherubic face. Like she's so cute. And mm-hmm. I think she like dated Rob Lowe, maybe. I don't know. It was like she kind of became like an 80s little star after that. But yeah, but that's, I've only seen it once. And I was like, all right, I did that. Oh, my I'm God. Good. She dated Rick Springfield when she oh. was 15 and he was 25. Oh, I did. I did hear about that. Gross. I was listening to something Gross. the other day. And they, oh, I know. On... Um, it doesn't matter. This is too deep. On um, Blank Check, they're talking about David Fincher, and Dave, they did a little Patreon about David Fincher's videos, like the videos he directed. And apparently, he directed a video by Rick Springfield, and they're like, he seems like a good guy. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. We're reading his Wikipedia, and no. that's gross. Yeah. Why was that so accepted? I feel like that was like a in the 80s, it was just sort of like, yeah, I mean, he's famous. She's cute. Mm-hmm. Gross. She's got a long filmography. Yeah, she does. She also dated Rick James. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> yeah. I was reading a quote about that. Wait, where is it? Can I find it? Um, in his autobiography, Rick James said, Linda was incredible, a free spirit, a beautiful mind, a mind-blowing body. She liked getting high and getting down as much as I did. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, Linda. God, that's really funny. Way to go, Linda. Yeah. <laughs> Less scary now, but when she was a kid, mm-mm. yeah, 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 a scary. Oh my God, that's really funny. <laughs> she liked, she liked those guys. I guess so. Good for guys her. Named, guys named Rick. <laughs> well, there are a lot of them in the eighties. Yeah. Everyone's got a type. Uh, yep. All right, so I've got one more on my list, and I'll just say it's the Blair Witch. Yeah. I yeah. I was not part of the – I never thought for a moment that the Blair Witch was real documentary footage, right? I um, did. I did. Not, when I, not <laughs> once I saw it. Not once I saw it. Like, once I was kind of, it came out. But I was – I remember being in the computer lab of my school and being like – because it came out the summer of 99. I remember being like, 
in, I don't know, May reading Ain't It Cool News and being like, what's this? <laughs> and I was like, I, I found footage. Like, don't you think we would have heard about this if it was <laughs> real? Like, wouldn't this have been on the news? <laughs> but I think you can be forgiven for thinking that it was real because that was the whole point of the marketing yes. campaign, yes, right? Totally. And the whole yeah. exercise of the movie was to make you think that it was found footage and, and a real deal. Um, and the thing is, you don't actually ever see the Blair Witch, do no. you? You just nope. see their effects, which yep. makes it kind of a so-so for this list. But I thought she was very scary, That's honestly. So scary. You know, whenever you had someone ending up um, like staring and like standing in the corner, looking into the corner, mumbling, and you were yep. like, "Oh, holy Uh-oh. shit, she got him!" Um, yeah, that was scary to me. So maybe only scary because. I'm a scaredy cat, and I haven't seen the real scary stuff. But I no. did think the Blair Witch was quite no, it was terrifying. Really scary. It was. It was. It was the summer I was studying before I we went to European studies. We saw the Blair Witch Project, and I remember just like that was really probably the last scary movie I saw in the theater. And it was like just the tension around it, even knowing it wasn't like real. Just the fact that she doesn't really appear is the fucking scariest thing. You know, it's mm-hmm. like just the hint of it. The- it's all the reflections of her yes. horror is what you oh. see. And oh. things that you think are just like trees, but they turn out to be scary, like weird things that people that she put together in the woods, those crosses right. and stuff. Yeah. And we Evidence all look back at it and we roll our eyes now, but that was something new back in yeah, the time. Was- the whole found footage Mm-hmm. deal it's just that all the unoriginal people were like oh my god i can make a cheap movie and it'll make a jillion bucks yeah uh just took hold of that and went with it so i think if there think, was if if they did show her maybe they should have had linda blair play her <laughs> yeah maybe linda blair witch that would be very good <laughs> yeah and um the other i did not put on the list but i almost put on the list it it felt too close to Phantom of the Opera was Patrick Bateman in American Psycho. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Or the, Christian yeah. Bale. But, mm-hmm. I mean, that is definitely a horror movie, but it's a it's different, right? Yeah. It's, that's, I mean, social commentary. Yes. It's, but, I don't know. It's like weird alpha male social commentary. What an yeah. alpha male thinks about society. <laughs> so, I don't know. But he was a horrifying character. And that's another one like the Phantom of the Opera, where it's really just a dude who has problems. He's just yep. a predator. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He needs therapy. He needs therapy. <laughs> But, oh, you know, God. the image of Christian, naked Christian Bale in white tennis shoes running through the halls <laughs> with a chainsaw is all, another one of those things that's burned into yeah. my mind. You know, uh, one of the confusing things about that movie is he's so pleasant to look at yes, <laughs> the whole thing. I mean, he's an absolutely reprehensible, horrible person, but he's also real pretty and totally jacked in yeah, a way yeah. that, you know, only Christian Bale can do with his weird body transformation yeah really so it's it's confusing for a young woman of a certain age (laughs) who is heterosexual i think he's such a good actor and i would not want to spend one moment with him like i cannot (laughs) imagine what he would be like in real life just yeah i mean i do i like that he has sort of like a um you know chimney sweep accent like in real life i don't know if it's a put on but it seems like that's like his real accent but it just is he's so he loses weight. He gains weight. He gets jacked. Like he's plays like you know a kind of oddly you know neuro 
a typical person in the big short. Like I'm like, what? I don't know. He's he's such a good actor that it almost freaks me out. <laughs> he seems yeah. like he would probably be very intense. Yes. To yes be with for any period of time yeah so you're right i don't know and he is such a good actor how could you ever trust that what he's saying to you is <laughs> I know, the truth? Real. you know i'd be so suspicious range. of him all the time <laughs> like especially if it's if it's a huge a plus star like who's talking to me i'd be like why is this happening what is going on here? Yeah, yeah, I would be deeply unsettled interacting with him. Or I don't know, maybe he's lovely. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't think don't wanna... so. I don't think so. I have from I have from feeling. internet reports, he's probably not. <laughs> I bet he's super yep. charming when he wants yes. to be. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. He's an actor. Come on. Yep. Um, so the plan was we would sift through these and come up with like a top three, but I honestly, I don't know that we can do that. I don't I think know. we can either. I don't either. I don't either. They we all maybe... are terrifying in their own ways. <laughs> I know. And we can ask, we can ask the crew, the, the t uh, listener Facebookers what they're That's true. That's a good point. Yes. Like how can yeah. we possibly, uh, sort through our limited handful of picks? And yep. come up with something definitive when there's a whole world of other characters that we have. Especially because of. none of us are huge horror movie f- <laughs> yes, fans. Yes, I know. So I know. <laughs> we need you guys' help. Yes, please. So yes. what we're saying is, question of the week is to you, who is the scariest horror character? And again, we're leaving out the classics like Dracula and Wolfman and all of yeah. that stuff. Yeah. Not because they're not scary, but just because they're different kind of deal we wanted some parameters yeah yes exactly yep let us know what movie did you see too early (laughs) it's always like it was too early i couldn't see that (laughs) um all right i'm gonna move on to tishi recommends this is the flip side of this this is moving into christmas season which i'm generally like opposed to i mean whatever do what you want to do i don't i don't really like to engage in christmas content until probably like after thanksgiving i it, it it just more feels like out of place. I don't even really like, I don't, I just, I don't like it. It makes me feel bad. But Danny Pellegrino, one of my favorite podcasters um, came out with another book, the jolliest bunch. And I like listening to him read. He has a very uh, deep Ohioan accent and it like makes me laugh. It just like makes me feel pleasant. He loves Christmas. So he's telling like various funny Christmas stories. It's called the jolliest bunch. And it's like, uh, not really naughty or anything, but he'll tell some like semi naughty stories. Like one of the stories is how he got, he like when he was a kid and he wasn't out, he like wanted to, you know, like buy some sort of like he watched like newlyweds on TV and he's like, I really want to buy the Jessica Simpson, like edible lotions. Like that looks like fun. (laughs) But he was like, I was in the closet kid in Ohio. Like, I'm not gonna, I can't buy that. Like I can't ask my parents for edible Jessica Simpson <laughs> lotion. So anyway, as he gets older, his partner is very sweet. He's like, I'm you know, trying to give you the things that you wanted. And so somehow like on eBay, he found like somebody was selling Jessica Simpson <laughs> edible lotions or whatever. And he was like, well, so it was like after Christmas, we decided to get high. And I but we before that, we decided we weren't going to eat. Like, we were done with the Christmas cookies. We were done. Like, we needed to, like, get on the straight and narrow with our eating. So we, like, had no food in the house. And all of a sudden, I got the munchies. And so I went in 
to the bathroom no. and I, no. <laughs> and I, I ate some uh, edible or no. And he was like, and then I looked at the like manufacturer's date and it was like, he was like, George W. Bush was definitely president when this uh, was manufactured. Anyway, it's good just for your like, diet. Yeah. He like just very like silly, funny stories, but, um, I really enjoy it. They're super short. I started listening to it yesterday when I was done with a very dumb work thing and it helped like kind of soothe me. Cause it's just like kind of funny, just funny, silly stories of, of Christmas time and spending time with holiday uh, families. He does write like fan fiction about Carol, Mrs. Claus. Cause he's like, she doesn't get to live her truth. And so it's just, <laughs> it's just like funny little things like that. So the jolliest bunch by Danny Pellegrino. It's very enjoyable. I have not read, the woman in me. I just only like listen listen to recaps. The Britney Spears book. I, everybody. I feel like everybody around me is reading it, and it's just one of those. Things. I actually heard it was like not as, you know, dumb, you know. It, I think it makes our family look really bad, but I don't think it's as like poorly written. I mean, I, she obviously has a ghostwriter. Um, obviously, yeah. But I don't. I just her whole thing just kind of bums me out. So I'm kind of yeah. steering clear. I'll I'll read a recap or listen to a podcast about it, but I don't think I'm gonna read it. Yeah, same. Mm, that um, makes three of us. Yeah. Yeah. I've got one this week. It's um back in the realm of spooky Halloween time. Um, <laughs> spooky Halloween time. If you wanna spooky watch Yeah, if you wanna feel like you're in the spirit of the season, but you are a, a wimp like me and like Anne and like Hillary, then I would recommend that you go watch Renfield. And Renfield is um, a Dracula movie that came out earlier this year, starring Nicholas Holt and Nicholas Cage. <laughs> and Nicholas Cage is the vampire. Um, Nicholas Holt is Renfield, his familiar. Um, who gets tired of being pushed around by Dracula. So he decides to sever himself from Dracula and he goes to a 12-step self-help group for people in codependent relationships to try and like get away from him. If um, ever there was a relationship that qualified. <laughs> yeah, really. I mean, he never actually says it in the group who his codependent relationship is, but everybody's like, oh, yeah, that sounds he's a narcissist. You know, you got to you got to be strong. And like he's got affirmations and he gets his own <laughs> apartment and paints it all these cute colors. And <laughs> But he also gets kind of mixed up with this crime family. Um, ben Schwartz plays the spoiled son of this crime family. Um, and I won't spoil anything else, but it's 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 gory in a, in like a comical way that even I didn't find upsetting. Um, it's just, it's silly. It's more of a comedy than anything. Um, and it tries to be kind of dramatic and touching, but it sort of fails at that. It's, it's more like a funny Halloween movie. So not great, but if you want to, yeah, watch something that isn't too scary, go watch Renfield. I have seen trailers for this. And I would be interested to see it, except for, you know, my big stumbling block here is the yes. Nicolas Cage yes. of it all. One of the Nicholases, he's not hardly, the other one. He's not like in it that much, to be honest with you. I mean, Nicholas Holt is the big star. Nicholas Holt and Ben Schwartz are the two. And then Aquafina is in it as well. She plays a pretty all big right. part. Hmm. I'll have to think about this. God, I remember when I saw About a Boy and I was like, that is a funny looking little kid. Like, he's just mm -hmm. this, like, I can't even place it. He's just has this sort of strange eyes and 
Just like a round right. face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He is a good looking fella. <laughs> he grew up. He, grew he got up hot. <laughs> yeah. I, I did. <laughs> Woo wee. He is. Yeah, a- that's another thing. If you if you watch The Great and you're you're you need a Nicholas Holt fix, then again. And I think he's a funny Randall. actor. Like I enjoy him. I think he's yeah. a, I, I just li- I like that he doesn't have to be like the hunky guy and everything. Like he can be stupid and silly and make fun of himself. Yeah, this is definitely I, a stupid, silly movie, and he does a good job of that. I had to look it up and, and see how old he is to see if we were being creepy. He's 33. He's 33, so, please. I he's Taylor Swift's age. They're the same. We're fine. Um, and he's 6'3", so yes, please. All right. Well, with that, with those two... Um, very different recommendations, both of which actually sound like fun. Yeah. I encourage you to get involved with the show at theshowhaseverything.com, where you can listen to uh, the shows online, if that is your preferred way of doing it. Uh, the Facebook group, where you can answer the question of the week, including this week's, which will be, again, what's your scariest horror character? Uh, you can email us at tshishow at gmail.com. And if you feel so inclined, you can attach to that a voice memo like Emily, like Carolyn, both very good voice memos. Uh, and let us know your thoughts because we love listening to them. Uh, and as always, the AOL keyword is tshishy. <laughs> Never always going away. Nope. Nope. <laughs> uh, thanks for joining us. And that was. I mean, everything we could pull together about (laughs) horror characters. I can't. I can't think about it.
I mean, when what's her face? Catherine Keener is stirring her tea in Get Out. That is really freaky, but that's about my extent. That's where it stops. I thought that was an eerie movie. I thought it was creepy. Yes. Didn't see it. Can't. Can't. Won't. I mean, I had to pre-read the jump scares in order to Mm -hmm. engage with that. I'm just so not interested in being scared. I know. I have Real to life is scary so I can enough. hide behind my yeah. phone if I get too Yeah, scared. exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I remember going to see um, Urban Legends <laughs> with like friends. Ooh. That was when I was definitely more susceptible to peer pressure. Like, yeah, I guess I need to see this. And yeah, everybody wanted to go see it. And I did think Jared Leto at the time was very hot. So I was like, okay, of course, yes, I, I guess I'll go see it. And then I just remember like just burying my head in like a bucket of popcorn like I am not yeah. interested in this I can't yeah I, can't. I, I think that's that's the susceptible age because all the scary movies I remember seeing were in that kind of college mm-hmm. early 20s yeah. yep time I didn't even see scream I don't think I maybe saw it no once, but no, it was like playing at a party or something you know it wasn't like I was like I'm going to see this I can I, I got it and now yeah <laughs> We're just weenies. 